Welcome to season two of Living Fullness, a podcast where two friends explore what it means to live out the Christian life. My name is Dina Constantine. And my name is Father Sean Burns. And every week we look more closely at deepening friendships, intentional relationships, growth in virtue, and nurturing our spiritual lives. We hope by sharing our learning, reflections, and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Living Fullness. How are you going, Padre? Well, thank you. How about yourself, Tina? I'm doing well. Are you actually well? Well, uh, I am well now. Okay. I am well now. I was very sick. Yeah. Uh, I uh, So sick that I could, we couldn't do recording. Mm. Uh, so, um, yeah, I have been crook as a dog. Um, I... Um, of funny the expressions we use. Yes, no yeah, why is that? Why is it crook as a dog? I have no idea. It's the same with raining cats uh, and dogs. What, uh, what yeah. is that? Well, actually, there is a reason that... that oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually did rain cats and dogs. There was a great big hurricane that swept up cats ah, and dogs. right. And, 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 okay. and it rained cats and dogs. And cats and dogs fell, right. Okay. Anyway, that's, I hope there were no children listening to that. It's a terrifying... <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrifying image. <laughs> Good to have you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm my cheery self. Um... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, I've been crook, uh, but uh, back on board and ready to rumble. Good. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah, how about yourself? Yeah, yeah, things have been pretty good. Things have been a bit on the busy side um, here. There's been a lot happening for Virtue Ministry between celebrating our sixth birthday, mm. um, team day, formation sessions, and then just, you know, prepping a whole bunch of talks and workshops yeah, and, yeah. yeah. September's just been huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, before we start our episode, we just need to do a little introduction to our new book study. Yes. So we have a book study coming up, which is going to be, uh, the book study is going to be on Men and Women Are From Eden by Mary Healy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this book is a, a kind of a, a summation of John Paul II's Theology of the Body puts it into very easy-to-understand language. And so we're going to, to have a look at that and to sort of break open aspects of that uh, of those chapters. It's a, a smallish book and um, uh, emphasis on the ish, but it's a smallish book and um, uh, the um, uh, you can get it on Kindle or on Google Books. So uh, Mary Healy, Men and Women Are From Eden, we are so keen to have you join us on that book study. Yeah, so we're going to start that book study on the 12th of October. So you've still got a bit of time to be able to purchase the book, Absolutely. either electronic or in hard copy, um, and to be able to get going. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not a huge read, if I say that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not it's, a huge it's, read. It's, 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 yeah, 114 page, 140 yeah, page. Yeah, and I I, look, between three episodes, we'll break it up into nice pieces, like yeah, nice exactly, chunks, exactly. so... Easy, exactly. easy to read. Bite-sizable stuff, man. Bite-sizable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. So this week's episode, we are talking about friendship breakdowns. Okay. Um, and we're going to walk a bit through how we identify breakdowns, what breakdowns look like, my, might look like, how we can figure out if we've actually had a breakdown, and then figuring out what are the components, if you like, that we can look at to really pull apart where has a breakdown happened yeah. so that we can then address um, the breakdown if possible. Sure, sure. Okay, okay. 
So firstly, let's let's have a bit of a chat about identifying a breakdown. You know, it can be really hard to identify if something's occurred in a friendship, like if there's been some sort of a rift or a tear in a relationship because, you know, when we look at the bigger things that actually hurt a friendship, so, you know, that could be something like um, somebody lied about someone or, um, you know, you actually get into a physical fight or you get like um, a physical tussle kind of a fight or like a really verbal argumentative um, type of a fight where somebody walks away either physically or emotionally hurt, Mm. those moments can be really easy to identify that, okay, yeah, we've had a bit of a breakdown here. Like something's obviously gone wrong here. So we can identify those. But then there are other more subtle things that can happen in a friendship that can, you know, sometimes cause damage, sometimes cause a bit of a tear. And those things can be harder to identify. But essentially and generally what happens in those moments is that trust has in some way been broken or there's been a potential for that trust to be broken. So there's been a risk mm. um, taken that, and that risk in itself can be unsettling. Sure. So a breakdown of trust could be revealing something like, you know, you've experienced, you know, maybe you've experienced workplace bullying mm-hmm. and you've told your friend that, you know, you've shared that in confidence with them. Yeah. Um, and so that for them to then go and share that, with somebody else when you shared that piece of information in confidence, that would be a complete breakdown of trust. Mm. Whereas a potential breakdown of trust could be a moment where maybe you're in a group situation and your friend who knows that you've experienced or continue to experience workplace bullying brings up workplace bullying in that conversation. That's quite like emotionally fueled, quite risky. Mm. The potential for conversation to turn into or who he has experienced that, like it's too high of a risk. And so that could be putting trust at jeopardy. And it may even have been that in their minds they're thinking, you know what, I'm going to address this thing. I'm going to bring this up, and 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 they may actually be thinking that they're doing a solution that they're bringing a solution to the party. But in fact, what they've done is to kind of bring forward this potential for a yeah a a a a breakdown of some sort. Yeah, because there's not been enough care and concern into whether that person actually wanted that to happen or not. Right. That's that's when we take over for them. We don't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas, and, and another place where you could have a potential for a breakdown is mentioning something like, "Oh, well, you know, if that if the topic of workplace bullying comes up, actually saying something like, "Oh, well, I think I know someone who might know a little bit about that.'" Well, you've not actually revealed. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. hey, something is going on here. So you've not strictly um, shared the secret as such, but you've given enough information away yeah. where you've effectively torn the level of trust between them between you and that friend sure sure so so how can you how can you tell well i think there there are there are two things that we can look at firstly what's your gut instinct now i mean gut instincts aren't the be all and end all they don't they don't determine reality but but they're they're often helpful in identifying is there something wrong uh you know and and uh um do you feel like something's off if if it is, it's very possible that there is something off, you know, and, and so it's it's worthwhile investing some rational thought around that gut instinct, you know. Um, and uh, the second thing is, in regard that that sort of rational thought, ordering that rational thought, a really good way to do that is to go back and do a mental check of the acronym for trust that we've covered in one of our first episodes on the podcast 
the podcast, the podcast, uh, braving boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity. Uh, you know, have have one or more of these been at risk of being broken or been violated entirely, either by you or your friend? If so, trust has been jeopardized. And so what we're going to do now is to just sort of go through and look at braving, look at that acronym in the light of what a a friendship breakdown might look like and maybe about sort of can something be salvaged or rectified? Yeah, yeah. So we also need to say that the acronym's not being created by us. It came from Brene Brown. So we're right. using her concept and we're applying it to yes. this particular yes. um, topic of friendship breakdowns. So I guess the first one is boundaries. Having a bit of a think about whether there were pre-established rules or um, expectations or standards in that friendship that you had that was overstepped. And what was it? Like, what was the boundary that was overstepped? Um, and I find that these boundaries tend to be overstepped um, most frequently when friendships change. So friendships that go from being platonic into a romantic relationship, that tends to be the space, or, or even an interest, that can be the space where both physical and emotional boundaries can be crossed. And these don't have to be like extremes. We don't need to think, you know, the extreme end of physical and emotional boundaries here. But simple boundaries, like, you know, maybe there was no hand-holding before because Mm. that just, that was like, there's a physical distance there that Mm. was appropriate Mm. for the friendship. But now that there's more interest, a romantic interest involving, maybe there's hand-holding now. Maybe there's extended hugs now. Mm. And maybe that may feel like, a boundary has been overstepped if it's yep. gone too far too quick, yep. especially if that romantic interest isn't reciprocated. Yeah, 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 for sure. Or for sure. hasn't been communicated. <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, so in a similar kind of way, and if, if we're also going to look at like a non-romantic space, like even if we look at workplace like colleagues, yep. um, you know, maybe you're someone who intentionally doesn't have close friends with the people that you work with. But now there's like a colleague who wants to be like your BFF and is trying to arrange drinks after work with you. Like that could be someone who's potentially trying to overstep a boundary, but that's a boundary that hasn't been, maybe hasn't been communicated or needs to be re-communicated to them that, hey, actually this is a boundary that I uphold for myself and as much as I value you as a colleague, I'm actually not interested in pursuing a friendship outside of the space that we work in. And and that that makes the what we would classically call in Aristotelian thought, what we would classically call a, a friendship of utility, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. Uh, that, that sort of uh, acquaintances, it makes that acquaintanceship difficult to carry on. Uh, you know, because even at the level of an acquaintance, there's a certain level of trust in regards professional behaviour at work and, and respecting one another's boundaries in terms of private life and work life and all of that. So so even within the, what we would call lower level friendships, not because the person is lower, but because the level of friendship is, is, yeah. is not as invested, it makes it, it makes it it makes it harder to have that that um, relationship of acquaintance. It makes it harder to have that relationship of of uh, of, of two colleagues enjoying one another's company. Uh, as colleagues, as acquaintances, um, so you know, it, boundaries actually have to be kept for that working relationship to be productive and good. 
Yeah. And and that's not to say that there couldn't be uh, friendships that could blossom from a working relationship. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like if you're someone who is actually quite okay with that, then so be it. Maybe you, you go and have drinks with your... Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Maybe your boundary is actually in how many drinks you have, like yeah, or yeah. how long you spend, or yeah. maybe it's not after work, exactly. maybe it's on a exactly. weekend, like whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. you can we're, have... We're all different yeah, in that that's regard, right. that's and that's right. okay. That's perfectly that's fine. Right. Yeah. But where there is that, as you say, where there is that boundary it can actually be a difficulty in having that acquaintanceship. So that's just an example. Yeah. You might have your own example of a different kind, and that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but just checking what those boundaries yeah, are for exactly, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if this is where a breakdown has occurred. Precisely. Uh, the, the next one is reliability. Uh, does the person do what they say they were going to do? Um, now, this takes competency and capability, right? So... Um, a quick way to lose reliability is to forget, you know, to forget the event or that a meetup was arranged or to arrive extremely late, uh, leaving a person hanging. Admittedly, there's there's a difference between um, forgetting once because things were insane, you know, and and you had an insane um, situation, uh, and and you just you dropped the ball here. And it's completely out of character for you to do that. You know, like th- there's a difference between that and a consistent pattern of not showing up, right? Um, so, um, uh, you know, leaving somebody hanging um, or not showing up, um, in, in these cases, we're demonstrating that we can't be trusted to be where we say we were going to be or to do the thing that we said we were going to do at the time or in the time that we said we would be there or do that thing. Um, so so that's, you know, um, where reliability isn't, um, uh, isn't practised. It says, well, I can't take this person at their word. Mm. You know, I, I, can't, I, I can't hear what this person says and, and, say, and say to myself, I trust that that's actually going to happen. Mm. Uh, it makes it so difficult for a friendship to, to blossom under that. And if a friend is unreliable in that sense then it makes you go well is there a is there actually a friendship here yeah is there a friendship here if if every time we're meant to meet this person isn't there Mm. you know that it's it's in a certain sense that does become whether we intend it or not that does become somewhat of a commentary about the relationship Yeah. yeah 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 definitely definitely um, and I guess this is one that can be a little bit harder to identify maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it means that you have to backtrack and actually look at, is there a pattern here Yeah. that's yeah. emerging? You know, maybe that's what's created a breakdown in the trust yes. or a rift in the trust. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Not always easy to identify. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, a is for accountability. Um, so really asking, does the person own up to a mistake apologize and make amends. So, you know, maybe like an like an argument has happened or, you know, they said they would do something and didn't. Do they actually hold themselves accountable to that? Um, or do we, do we find ourselves having to chase them up? Like, do they hold themselves responsible? Are they, you know, a mature adult who can do that for themselves? Or do they need other people such as yourself to have to go out after them to, mm. you know, say to them, hey, you didn't do that thing that, you know, you were said you were going to do? Um, so actually holding themselves accountable and owning up to not being able to uphold their own 
end of the bargain. And then from there, do they then apologise? Because an apology then acknowledges that, hey, there's been some sort of an inconvenience for you, that there's been a hurt for you. They actually say, my action had an impact on you. They can see that. So an apology is really important. And on top of the apology is actively trying to amend. So not only trying to ease the pain that that's caused, the discomfort, the inconvenience that that's caused you, but also then tries to prevent that from happening in future. So accountability isn't just about, you know, owning up to a mistake. It's also about going on further, acknowledging the impact that that mistake has had and trying to rectify it in the here and now, but also for the future. Yeah. And, and look, this can be another one that is that, 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 that um, kind of feels like it comes out of nowhere in terms of a friendship breakdown. Um, because the, the, the only way that you discover this in terms of, of accountability is when something goes wrong. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah. um, say that somebody doesn't show up. You know, there's, there's, there's a reliability issue. Well, okay, um, you know, they, they apologise and they say, look, I'm really, really sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I see that there's been a problem. But then that happens again. Yeah. So actually an amends hasn't been made, mm. you know. So, so you can see where that, that causes a breakdown. And you can see where it might cause a breakdown quickly. Uh, where it, this this wasn't an issue at one stage and now it has become an issue and it's becoming a repeated issue. And mm. so you've kind of got to get to the bottom of, well, there's something going on here mm. that I recognise isn't consonant with a with a, a functional friendship. Mm. So um, uh, if there's that lack of accountability, it kind of, it, it actually stops a friendship from, from, growing in a direction of goodness yeah yeah because we, we we don't become we don't become better versions of ourselves instead it's sort of it's it's if we keep the friendship in play it's just the enabling of a problematic yeah behavior. exactly we've actually given um, them permission to not be a good friend right like right. we've we've allowed them to have the opportunity and to perpetuate right behaviors that aren't healthy for you aren't healthy for them isn't healthy for the friendship precisely precisely um the next one here is is vault, not like pole vault, but like bank vault. Um, so, uh, uh, do they uphold your confidence with what you share with them, and do they demonstrate that they will uphold someone else's confidence with what they've shared with them, even to the point of not sharing it with you? That's an important point, mm-hmm. right? Vault is the ability to hold confidence no matter who comes asking. And this isn't about secrecy as in withholding the truth that's necessary for justice to come about or, you know, that, that, that obviously a true friend is going to be a just friend, you mm, know. Mm. Um, but this is where somebody doesn't need to know something about your business or somebody else's business, you know. A- and you know that your friend isn't going to share this particular information with someone else because you know that they're not going to share it about this person and therefore they're not going to share it about you either. You know, you actually see a consonance in the behaviour of they don't share this stuff about me, but they also don't share this stuff about other people, which confirms the fact that I know they're not going to share this stuff about me. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you see that behaviour in play under all these circumstances. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, the, they, they, they sort of demonstrate their trustworthiness by their ability to hold confidence in, in not just the relationship that you have with them, but in the relationship with others. Yeah. And if that's not seen, then that does instill a sense of, can I trust? Mm. It, it, instills, it instills that question of, it does. of yeah. is this someone that I can actually yeah. trust? Because they've just, 
they've just told me some deep dark secret about somebody else right which is so interesting because it's not the way we imagine trust breakdowns to happen yeah we don't we don't imagine that we would lose trust in someone when they share something with us about somebody else like whether they matter to you or not yeah but the moment that they do that they've they've actually you know been a been a bit of a witness of their own principles yes of their own standards around what trust means to them and that speaks volumes yes so you know perhaps perhaps in this space of being a trust breakdown in the vault maybe it's simply having witnessed that your friend has revealed something that they shouldn't have to you that's enough to rattle yeah yeah rattle the trust that we hold in them absolutely absolutely then we have integrity so choosing courage over comfort the right over wrong and this is where, you know, if you'd committed a crime or something, you know, your friend would encourage you to own up to it, take responsibility to it for it. But even if you don't, they would inform the appropriate authorities themselves because that's the right thing to do, yeah. which is tough. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This takes some yeah. serious um, courage, mm. takes some serious um, knowledge of your own principles that you live by mm. for you to be able to do something like that when it's your own friend that's going to be quite hurt. Like if you know something about your friend and they're not owning up to whatever yeah. whatever they've done and you have to go and do something about that, that's really hard. Mm. But when a friend is able to demonstrate that, they're demonstrating true justice to you. Also, acting within their principles. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's – there's the profession of principle. There's, and when I say profession, I don't mean like like job profession. There's 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 professing a set of principles. Yeah. But then there's the living of certain principles. Yeah. And to be able to see that one's life accords with one principles is one of the fundaments of integrity. Yeah. You know. So uh, so does does this particular um, set of principles. Are they lived out by this person? Um, and if so, then we have some integrity. Mm. Also then, I think this is the point that, the, that you're making, on top of that, how dear are these principles that they live by that even when someone that they they love breaches that principle, they're willing to actually hold that person to account and say, yeah. hey, this isn't this isn't the principle that I know you live by. This isn't the, 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 the way that, 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 that you live. And you, you know this isn't the way that I live. And so we, we we can't yeah we can't keep being friends if this is if this is the way that you intend to continue living your life this mm. isn't going to work out mm. right mm. so so where there is that 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 um, compromising of integrity um, be it in uh, one's way of life or if, if we ourselves are showing a a certain compromised integrity uh, and, and we're not being held up to that. It can actually show that there's a a, a, a dissonance in the friendship. Mm. Um, mm. That you know, there's there's you always know a good friend who's willing to say to you, "This was wrong." Yes. This was wrong, and you should not have done this. Mm. You know, whereas a, a friend who engages in adulation, a friend who engages in, hey, oh no, 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 you were right to do that. Yeah. You were right to. In your case, that was okay. It's like, yeah. well, actually, no. When I when I really examine this. Whether it's my case or anybody else's case, this thing that I did yeah. was wrong. Yeah. You know? And so uh, where we see that there's that integrity to live by instead of, particularly in our case, I would think Christian principles. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it, it, 
when that's demonstrated, we know we've got integrity. But when it's not and we reflect upon it, it's like, actually, I wish somebody had have said to me, I wish yeah. this friend had have said to me, no, don't don't go here. Yeah. Or you shouldn't have gone here. Um, so that, that can be the beginning of a, of a breakdown when we see that there's sort of an adulation of bad behaviour. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But also they actually show, they build trust by showing you that they're willing to do what's uncomfortable in order yeah. to do the right thing. Yeah. They're actually yeah. willing to go into the uncomfortable, including like calling you out if that's what's necessary in order to do the right thing and the right thing not just by some ambiguous principle but by what's good for you yeah like that's what builds trust it's the fact that they're willing to do what's uncomfortable for your betterment absolutely absolutely uh for your betterment that's 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 a very very good concrete principle to put in there yeah Mm. yeah i Mm. like it yeah i like it and so this like a really clear example for me in this is when you know you've had that moment where you've actually caught um you know you've caught your your girlfriend's um or your friend's girlfriend or boyfriend or someone you know emotionally or physically cheating on your friend but you know that that's transpired maybe you've confronted them like what are you doing you need to go and tell them that that you're actually in a relationship with somebody else like you can't be in relationship with two people but then actually it's also your duty to go and tell your friend like yep. that sucks, <laughs> yep. totally sucks. But your friend Absolutely. is being hurt right now. Yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. Uncomfortable, mm. but shows shows character. Yeah. Shows character, Yeah. right? Yeah. Rather than, oh, look, I didn't think it was my place. Exactly, which is uh, much more comfortable. Comfortable it's place easier. to sit. Comfortable much easier. place to sit. It sounds like a decent excuse mm. until you give it a nanoseconds examination. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Mm. Because, do you, like, at the end of the day, do you want to be the friend who then sits with your friend who, you know, who's going to be upset yeah. when this comes to light? Yeah. Do you want to be the friend that sits there and goes, yeah, I've I known for six months? Yep. yep, exactly. Like, that's exactly. going to break trust like you wouldn't believe. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> so you, you've got a responsibility. We have a responsibility yep. to uphold that trust and integrity is what's going to do that. Spot on. Um, well, uh, N, non-judgment. Non-judgment is that that you know, there's a permission to fall apart, be a mess, ask for help, and not be judged, mm. and vice versa. You know, and and and, and, um, and so the the ability to be there for each other, regardless how messy things might get, and and whenever there's that moment where we judge someone for being a mess, that just mm. that's a moment where things get, yeah. where, where things are really really wounded. Where yeah. a friend, you know, it's it's. It's one of those moments that I think would be difficult for a friendship to actually recover from, mm. is where there's a where there's a judgment mm. for being a mess because we're all a mess at yeah, one point yeah, or definitely. another, you know. Definitely. And 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 we with our with our dear friends, it's so important that there be that permission to be a mess, mm. you know, and, and and to be able to say, look, things just aren't <laughs> things aren't going my way right now, mm. and I'm having trouble. Mm. Um, it's so important that that be present. Because um, it's 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 a it's a moment of vulnerability, which also yeah. makes it a moment of intimacy. Yeah. And when yeah. you're allowed to be able to see in to somebody else in yes. a deeper level than what you've been given permission to before, yeah. and then you judge yeah. that level, right, <sighs> right. That's that's that that leaves a scar. Yeah. That leaves a scar. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it can be repaired, but it's going to take it a takes lot a of lot. work. It takes a lot. Mm. The moment that we judge our friend for being a mess. We elevate ourselves above them, you know. We we all of a sudden there's an air of superiority uh, that we've assumed, 
over and above this person. We no longer stand on equal footing because I've placed myself above the other person. And that is, it's a very dark and dangerous place mm. to be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, this almost sounds like a power trip. Yes, yes, that's, that's exactly right. Well, that brings us to the last one, which is generosity. Mm. Um, and this is asking the question, does my friend assume the most generous option about me? So this is where we actually make a conscious effort to pick the most generous thought about our friend. You know, so in the example of, you know, a friend being late, instead of jumping to, oh, they're always late, they probably picked something else that was more important to them than me, you know, or they've spent so much time doing X, Y, and Z because that's what they always do. That's what's most important to them. Um, or they've just forgotten about me, you know, again. Instead of jumping to that, going to, well, actually, my friend cares about me. And if this isn't a, an ongoing behaviour, if this isn't something that, that has been reoccurring, mm. I wonder if they're okay. Yeah. Like, has something gone wrong here? Maybe I should just give them a buzz and see if they're all right. Yeah. So thinking the best of your friend mm. instead of jumping immediately yeah. to all the negative things that could be about. And even when you do see a pattern arising, asking the question, okay, this pattern is out of keeping with prior behaviour, is something going on in their life that might be the cause of this pattern? Absolutely. And can I uh, can can I offer some kind of charity in this regard? Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we've we've, we've gone through braving, and now sort of comes a question of okay, well, what do we do when we recognise mm-hmm. these things? Like, you know, what what actually can I do constructively to even salvage the friendship uh, from some of these difficulties from a, from a breakdown? Um, well, I, I think the first thing to do is to to bring it to light. Yeah. That's that's probably the most important yeah. thing to do. Yeah. It's just to admit that in this way or that way, there's been somewhat of a breakdown. Mm. Uh, and um, uh, it's a bit like when the the, the, the the check engine light comes on in your car, right? You've got two options. You can either go, hmm, the check engine light's come on in the car. You take this to a mechanic. Or you can be like, no, pretend I don't see it. It's instead of going on, no, bring it to light. Take it to the mechanic, so to speak. Yeah. Have a look and be like, okay, What's going on yeah. here? Let's or open up the this. bonnet and see if you can open figure it out for yourself. Bonnet, exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, be 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 honest and yeah. and um, so uh, actually have the courage to say to your friend, "Hey, I'd like to talk about something," and give them some context around it. Maybe say something about it, the situation that's passed, how it's made you feel, uh, you know, and 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 also let them know that you value the friendship, that you're actually addressing this thing precisely because this friendship is something that you value, that you don't just want it to, to go off the beaten track, you know? Um, so, so it's important to, to uh, help your friend to see that you value the friendship um, and, or, or, or you know, that, that, um, that, that you value the friendship enough to say what's going on or to say, look, there's something off and I don't know what the thing is that's off, but I feel something's off I value the friendship. I want to check in with you and see what's going on. You know, that's helpful. Um, and so, uh, at the very least, it gives you the opportunity to check in with the other person and to see if they feel the same way, to see if they sense that there's something off as well. And if there is, then it's something that you can both kind of make an examination of and go, well, let's see what's going on. Yeah. Here. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if they say no, look, everything's okay, then you've lost nothing. Uh, but if they say yes, then there may actually be this opportunity for salvage. I think that's the op- that's the point of bringing it to light, is that if there's some repeated pattern of problematic behaviour or something that's going on that's that's problematic in terms of accountability or whatever it might be, hey, 
I've just noticed this. What can we do about it? Mm. How can we salvage this? And 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 if the other person is willing to 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 come to the table and be like, yeah, you know what, you're right. You know, um, uh, I've noticed this pattern of behaviour too, and um, uh, I, I've noticed this in you, and 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 you know, it, it may actually be an opportunity for you both to say, actually, I've noticed some problematic elements, mm. and let's see what we can do to 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 bring a a to, to, to salvage the friendship and salvaging salvaging it may mean that it looks stronger for having been salvaged it may mean that the friendship looks different than what it used to look like yeah and that's okay like yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 all right that that be the case um but an opportunity to salvage the friendship i think is is that's charity at play mm. you know it's it's the virtue of charity at play to say hey I love this person enough to be able to bring these things to light so that our relationship can uh, can can continue on from here uh, in an appropriate form. Mm. Yeah. And, and even if you don't, like, you know, even if you don't know what's actually happened, mm. even if you've just got that sense that something's not right, yeah. it's okay for you to just say, I'm just sensing that something's not right here. Yeah. And it's yeah, okay so. if the other person goes, you know what, I get that. I don't yeah. know what it is either, but yeah. something doesn't feel right. Yep. It feels off. Yep. I don't know when it happened. Like maybe it happened last week. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what yep. it was. Okay, well, what happened last week? Oh, that particular incident happened. Okay, so maybe there was something about that that just made us both go a bit bit funny. Yep. But okay, well, at least now you know that. That's now right. you've Now you've walked That's through right. that. But also like use resources. Like go and, you know, pull up a Brene Brown, you know, braving acronym right yeah. out somewhere or send yeah. them this episode and be like, hey, can we just – Ha, you know, have a listen, have a listen, have a read. Can we just have a chat about what you think this looks like in our friendship? That's yeah. only ever going to strengthen your friendship. And if not, if it doesn't strengthen that friendship, it will strengthen your future friendships. That's right. And, and look, some of these things are, are, you know, often we'll pick things up before they've turned into major stuff. Yes. Like, so, so if there's an accountability issue or a reliability issue that starts small, yeah. The time to address it is when it's small. Yes. Now, sometimes it's not, that's not always easy because you yeah. don't necessarily pick up on the patterns. Yeah. But when you become attuned to your friend and you start to notice that something's a little bit different, something's a little bit off in one of these ways, you can just be like, hey, notice this, just wanted to flag it with you. And that way it doesn't actually have a deep impact on the friendship. Mm. It's it's this this is... It's essentially, it's friendship maintenance, which has to yeah. happen frequently enough yeah, because yeah, we're yeah. all human, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's really Just servicing, helpful. servicing, hey? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Check engine light goes on, time to take it to the mechanic, right? Time to sit down and have a conversation. Oh, well. so, or service yeah. it yourself. Like, why, why are we taking it to the mechanic all the time? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, fair point. I guess I always take it to the mechanic because I know nothing about cars, right? But, oh. but we can, we can yeah, yeah, service yeah. this ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But also pray about it as Abs- well. Yeah, like absolutely. When there's... When the, particularly if you don't know what's going on, but if you're mm-hmm. like, oh, something feels off, I don't know what it is, ask for the light of the Holy Spirit yes. because that's a like the Holy Spirit does have a way of just being like, oh, of course I should have seen yep. that. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And get those saints onto the job. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very good. All yeah. right. There you go. There's an episode on friendship breakdowns, how to sort of try and identify where a breakdown may have happened and what yeah. to do with that. Hope you took something from it. Hope it was hope it was helpful. And if it was helpful or if it wasn't helpful, please tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Cool. So that 
brings us to the end of that episode. It does indeed. Truth, beauty and goodness. Yeah, yeah. For me, this week it has been a book that I've been working through for the last 30 days. It is called Jesus, I Trust in You, 30-Day Personal Retreat Reflection Book. So I've put a bit of a link in the um, show notes that you can go and check out. It's really beautiful, really short little reflections, something to meditate on, but like, yeah, really proper anchors you in Christ, which I think is kind of a fitting resource for Absolutely. trust. <laughs> Absolutely. What a word. Yeah, what about you, Padre? What's um, the truth, beauty and goodness for you this week? So as I said at the beginning of the, the episode, I was sick. This, 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 this you last. found truth, beauty and goodness in your sickness? I did. I found truth, beauty and goodness in my sickness. Because of my parishioners. Oh, They were kind. Bless. They were kind. A number of them just kind of sort of called in just to see that I was okay. Oh, yeah. And, and oh. then others were dropping food off at the door. Oh. You know, another one who's a nurse was like, come here, boy, let me have a look at you. And, and you know, <laughs> so, so I got free medical advice from one of my parishioners <laughs> who was a nurse. And, and um, uh, but, um, but yeah, look, it was, it was uh, uh, so wonderful just to, to see the, the, gentleness and generosity of parishioners and and uh, how understanding they were too um uh like it was it was my sickness was that bad that um and, and it was so sudden on the weekend that i couldn't i couldn't get a supply in time mm. so i managed to get a supply for saturday yeah uh, which was great and and but i couldn't get a supply for the sunday mm-hmm. so those who didn't hear about my sickness rocked up on the Sunday and found a Holy Communion service yeah. instead of instead of Father saying Mass. Mm. And and that was, um, it was... It was heartbreaking not to be able to provide yeah. Mass. Yeah. And I'm sure it was even more heartbreaking for them not, not mm. being able to actually have Mass. Uh, but they they recognised that, okay, if Father could be here, he would be here. Uh, but at present he's shaking with a fever in bed. Yeah, that's uh, right. So... so no, uh, but they they were so understanding of that, and and um, uh, so ready to just go. Okay, we adapt, Father, and what can we do to serve you? Mm. Like, that's really beautiful. Thank you. So, a good community. They are, they are an awesome community. Well, thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode of Living Fullness. We hope you took something useful or helpful out of that episode. Please let us know if that is the case. But um, we will catch you again next week. As always, know about love and prayers. God bless. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Living Fullness. We hope that in this episode there was something useful or helpful or something that blessed your life. If that is the case, would you please consider sharing this podcast with someone, perhaps who will bless their lives too. Please also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review so that others can find the podcast too. And join us over on our social media, Living Fullness on Instagram and Virtue Ministry on Facebook.